0: Hello everyone, George Watkins on the Sunday Night Blessing. Welcome. Thank you for stopping by today again. What a week it has been, and we've got a new one kicking off again. Oh my goodness. The victories. Now I know there's always some defeats. There's always some losing. There's always some downtime. But come on. Let's focus on these things that are true and honest and just and good reports. All right. So let's give some good reports today. Thank you for coming by today. For those that are new to our uh, time together, <clears throat> we meet each Sunday night at six o'clock to go over some of the good things of God together and maybe a little different approach than we do in the morning time. Then We prepare ourselves to get the week going with victory. Now, if you're going to have a week, the week ahead of you, the days ahead of you that are going to be victorious and are going to be overcoming and are going to have positive increase and positive downloads from heaven and good brain function, all those things that make it work, relationships and so forth. You need to start the day of uh, the week with the understanding that it is God's will to win. That's my thought for today. New ways to win. We're going to have some new ways to win this week and <clears throat> to do that we have to cancel, and remove those things in our thinking, our emotions, and our theology that uh, prepare us for defeat. There's a lot of theology. Now that's a that's a smart word for knowledge of the word of god, knowledge of god, understanding god, you know, all the all the church lingo but what it what it means is we have been taught in some cases to prepare to lose at least at least we could lose with grace be a good loser stiff upper lip you know like the english people are supposed to have all right but listen now i'm not suggesting that when you have a down day you fall apart and become a baby cry about it and blame others no 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 but i am preparing i am i am myself and i'm encouraging you to prepare to win to pre- prepare to have a good idea prepare to have a good invention prepare to have a new fresh look at the thing amen my mother always told me go to bed son you'll have a new idea you'll have a fresh idea you'll think different in the morning most of the time it worked in so in, in in the cases we were talking about but in life i have learned how to do that many times over now the verse i'm using oh by the way if you haven't subscribed to our youtube and like us on facebook and by the way we're starting a A new uh, experience on uh, Instagram, you can tune in to that, Dr. George Watkins. You'll find us there. I I think you'll find the You will find the connection right in the notes below. We've just done that the last couple of weeks. That's exciting to have a new platform. So take it along with you wherever you go. (laughs) You can't get rid of me. Hmm. All right. Now, finding new ways to win. Finding the mind of Christ, finding a way around the problem, work it out, talk about it. Let's get this thing settled peacefully. There's a way through the conflict. Now, I am in no way a business counselor. I have never considered myself to be an expert in business. A little here, you have to understand, you know, mathematics. You have to have a little common sense and business sense if you're going to pastor a church for nearly 30 years and run a household and so forth. So I have that, but I'm not promoting myself as a business expert, but I am promoting myself and the Word of God. <laughs> the word of God before myself, by the way, that the word of God is a business expert. If we can just catch the nuggets and hear the voice of the Lord, I'm convinced that in any situation you're in, if you'll spend time meditating upon your, uh, upon the, the things of God, often you can take some scriptures that refer to what you're, meditating on if it has to do with relationships or business or finances or healing or uh, any any anything that <clears throat> you're 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 stuck on you know i just can't get around this what am i going to say or do how am i going to get the answer if if you just pick up a scripture or two let it rumble around in your spirit and then just go into the presence of the lord and And if you've been following us very long, you know, it's a simple step of faith. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And if you'll do that and let your spirit just be open to God's voice, let your mind. Now, we're not just clearing our mind to be empty. We're not doing that. The world does that. And a lot of craziness can fall into that empty mind. No, We're meditating upon God's presence. And we also are meditating upon his word. Now, his word is not only scripture, ink, and paper, and book, but his word is also that thing. He speaks to you about your journey. And most of us, if we've been on the journey very long, have a catalog of words that we have heard from the Lord. Go north, go south, turn right, turn left. Don't do this, do that. That's the word of God in that moment that was that inspired us to change course or stay on course. So those words are very important. Don't lose those. Some of you that have slugged it out and been in the trenches, as they say, in ministry, maybe you're in a situation now where it doesn't look very fruitful or it looks like it could be the, You know, the curtain call of some kind, come on. There are many ways God wants to teach you how to win. Now, when I'm talking about winning, this is a sticky wicket because we have a predisposed idea of what winning is. (laughs) I want the gold cup. I want the money. I want the bag of gold, you know, all that kind of stuff. I want the applause of the people. I want to have a monument built for me. I tend to think that's a little fleshly when it boils down to it. But what was God's purpose for you doing what you did in that season of your life? What was God's purpose? Now, Hey, (laughs) I was launched out of a Pentecostal organization that had a big target on getting big churches. And you know, having big crowds and having big offerings and winning a lot of souls. And if you were a big soul winner or a big church builder, or you just had a lot of money coming in, you were a success. Well, that's a little exaggerated perhaps, but not much. So I came up in that idea that if I was going to be a success, I had to have a certain size of something. I had to, I had to have a certain result. There had to be the applause and the, you know, the congratulations. Well, guess what? You learn if you're going to have a relationship with God in any form, that that's not the target. That's not what satisfies. That's not what pleases the Lord. So he will send you into places that break that thing. Expose, expose your heart. The attitude comes up. God, what am I doing here? I need to be. I'm good enough, and I'm important enough to be there. (laughs) (sighs) I remember when uh, Casey Treat came to Seattle. I was pastoring about that time, and uh, some of the other great men and women of God that God promoted, raised up, and did great things. I always thought. Wow, look at that. I preached longer than they have. How come I don't have a bigger crowd? Well, that got ironed out of me by the Holy Ghost. And if it hadn't have, it would have broke me. It would have discouraged me. It would have caused me to quit in some form because I would have felt like an abject failure because I had predetermined ideas of what it meant to win. I had to get the mind of Christ and I had to understand that I was, I am, and I. he prepared me to be myself, a unique individual that he placed where he wanted to place. And I had a voice into his section of what he wanted me to speak into. And over the years, that's happened in many places of the earth. <laughs> I've found myself in some strange and And some wonderful places. Amen. I always consider myself to be the PT boat, not the battleship. That PT boat, if you remember the Second World War, they could go into the shallows and deal. They can go behind the the island and hide. They can go fast and get out of the way. The battleship just had to stay there and slug it out with the big bullets. Well, enough of that. (laughs) <laughs> but I want to encourage you in this whole attitude of winning. Now, Romans 8 and 37 says, Nay, in, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So Romans 8 is a marvelous chapter if you haven't read it lately. Go into uh, King James and then begin to pick up Amplified and some others. others. And I'm, I've been recommending the Mirror Bible for a while because it's been a blessing to me. And if you haven't read some of it, it's a wonderful read. It gives you such a uh, fresh look at certain things. And I just want to read the 37th verse out of that. Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us in the King James. Says here, on the contrary, in the thick of these things, our triumph remains beyond dispute. (laughs) Whoa, I like that. Don't you? Okay. Beyond dispute. His love has placed us above the reach of any onslaught. His love has placed us above the reach of any onslaught. Well, not taking the time, but you should go through those previous verses. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. He said, neither height nor depth, 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 nor principalities, nor powers, nor any such thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now there are many new ways to win. We don't, just change the term. Well, we used to call that losing. Now I call it winning, even though I'm still <laughs> I'm still in the, you know, the dirt. No, no, no. God has a plan. It's not just laying in the dirt. It's his plan for success. Okay, many ways to win. I love this thought. <laughs> I really do. Okay, what? What do we do? How do we shift our mind from the old to the new? Now, the old being, you're a winner if you have the gold crown. You're a winner if everybody's applauding you. The the, the God way is, are we pleasing the Father? The God way is, what was the plan for the Apostle Paul? Was it to be the pastor of, Jerusalem go in there and bump off or push aside James who was considered to be the apostle of the city was he going to just join the the um, 11 disciples that were still living be the 12th again no they had already hired that didn't they they went and got another one to fill the spot (laughs) no Paul had another idea no, he didn't have it. God had it for him. And he had to find that by being in the presence of the Lord. And God sent him to the Gentiles. And he went, he broke broke the traces, kicked the traces, you know, as they say, jumped out of the box. The Jewish mentality was still impressed into those, those new Christians. And as far as they were concerned, this was a Jewish thing. And we, you know, we started it. we're going to end it. (laughs) We're going to keep it. Well, the the sheet came down in that trance and that vision Peter had waiting for dinner. And uh, God said, uh, full full of all kinds of animals that were against Jewish rules to eat. Peter said, I'm not going to eat that. I've never touched one of those. I'm pure. God said, kill it and eat it, sucker. No, oh, I added that, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> kill it and eat it. Well, that was the break that the, the gospel was going to go to the Gentiles. And about that time, knock on the door. Here comes a Gentile asking for help. And he went, Peter went to that house and the Holy Ghost came fell on that house, and then they found that the gospel was for the Gentiles, a new way to win. Now, they didn't know that the world was going to come in. All they saw was that Jesus came to the Jewish people. Well, that was a new way to win. That was a new idea. And God had to break the old to make the new. So what's framing your opinion of where you're at what's framing the um, you know the picture well i gotta do this and this and this before it happens or i have to have this influence and so and so has to like me and i've got to get this job and i have to have this much money and okay in the natural those things make sense but God has miracles. Now, those miracles—the miracle is something that we can't manipulate. It happens because it's supernaturally empowered. That's the—that's the short—that's <laughs> the, short, the short story of a miracle. Now, open your spirit up. Spend some time this week, next five, six days. Set aside some time to open yourself up and think. The thoughts of God think winning new ideas. How am I going to get around it or through it? How am I going to get a, a key, a, a secret key to turn this lock? What's going to change the course of this thing? You may be facing some legal challenges or some, a lawsuit, or you may be facing a, the lack of finances where the contracts coming due and you can't pay it. All those things are a new way to win. God has an answer. If you will take time to let him speak to you. Amen. All right. Well, I'm encouraged in the courage of the Lord. I'm encouraged in the courage. Let me read that for you again. Let me back up and read, uh, read 36 Romans eight in the, in the uh, mere Bible let me quote uh, scripture to remind you because of our association with you we are reckoned as sheep to be slaughtered we have been thoroughly slain on that day well that's that's an interesting verse <laughs> let's tie it together with 30, 35 what will it take to distance us from the love of christ you name any potential calamity intense pressure of the worst possible kind, cluster phobia, persecution, loneliness, desolation, extreme exposed, life-threatening danger or war. None of those things are gonna, that's pretty big stuff. Then he goes on to say in 37, on the contrary, In the thick of these things, our triumph remains beyond dispute. His love has placed us above the reach of any onslaught. This is my conviction, 38 says. No threat, whether it be in death or life, be it angelic beings, demon powers, or potential political principalities nothing known to us at this time or even in the unknown future. No dimension of any calculation in time or space, nor any device yet to be invented, has what it takes to separate us from the love of God demonstrated in Christ. Jesus is our ultimate authority. Father, we thank you for this moment in time that we're able to put our hearts together and believe together that the answer, the wise answer of the tongue comes from the Lord. And Father, I thank you for the open hearts and the open heavens now. As we launch into this week, that we're going to we're going to hear the voice of the Lord. We're going to have a new idea. We're going to find some new ways to win because you have the answer already. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Wow. Isn't that great? Okay. Well, bless you guys and gals. Thank you for joining me today. Don't forget tomorrow morning, early, we start again. So join us when you can. I know some of you are there every day, and others join us along the way as god helps you give and gives you some time and place all right don't forget we're in the uh, down in the notes below you'll find a place to do uh, to give and that's a blessing that helps us keep gas in our tank thank you for that and those that are doing that bless you so much such an encouragement not just the finances it's the it's the extra you know thumbs up And attaboy, and, you know, we're with you. Thank you for that. Thank you. And remember that sharing and comments seem to make a big deal on the Internet, so you're welcome to do that, too. Until we see you tomorrow morning or along through the week, we bless you in the name of Jesus and release the voice of God into your spirit that you might be encouraged in this coming day.